0: Hey wrestling fanatics, welcome to the Queen's Takeover. Thank you for joining us as we continue to take over the podcast world. It's your girl Kat, aka the Texas Sports Queen. We also have the Carolina boss Lady Kayla. Hola. And our resident jester Jolie. So Well, if there's one thing that we've learned on the show over the years, the Jester has always said it's all about the storyline. Just wait for the story to play out and boy Friday night did the story play out okay so it was advertised that it would be the contract signing between Roman Reigns and um Adam Pearce for the universal title match at Royal Rumble Reigns wanted a stipulation at it it was going to be no DQ but Reigns wanted last man standing they got to the ring Roman signed a contract and boy did Adam Pearce hit the swerve button (sighs) saying that he would not be medically cleared and in comes KO Jester,
1: your thought? We knew that the KO was not out of this picture yet. I, I will be the first to admit that I've only read what happened. I was working all weekend. But I love the swerve. I love that KO is not out of it. Because at first, we, I thought that he was actually hurt because of the reports that they were putting out earlier. Like something about a bruised vertebrae or something like that. I forget what they said it was. So like, I thought that he was going to be out for a little bit. But it's nice to see uh, KO back. And right now, KO is the best choice to go against him until we do get somebody up and running. I love storytelling. Storytelling is one of the best things in the world, and it does um, it does say something that they're actually sticking with a storyline. Uh, and this even goes to Raw. You know, we all thought that he was done with the Fiend and Alexa. Randy wasn't. That was brilliant storytelling. It, this these stories have been going on for a long time now you know i do like the fact that it's you know more she shield brethren with ko and roman and it was ko and seth beforehand so i do enjoy that little piece of it <laughs> and it's not time everybody's like well we want daniel bryan daniel bryan with roman daniel bryan i don't think it's time for daniel bryan right now because that match between him and shinsuke was phenomenal in the um gauntlet match like Mm -hmm. i cannot wait to see more of that and i like the fact that shinsuke is being more of himself um it is a very nice thing to see so i am enjoying the fact that ko is back i am enjoying the fact that he's still being a thorn in the head of the tables side per se uh i am enjoying the progression of Uso, who has definitely come in to own and you know it is now January 17th and where we're just waiting on the completion of the bloodline with uh, the return of Jimmy. So we'll see where that goes. Maybe he'll show up at a uh, rumble. We'll never know. Right. So, yeah, I actually very much enjoyed reading what I have read. I love that Adam is a very scrappy daddy, as his <laughs> Twitter handle states. Um, yeah. So I actually very much enjoyed the swerve and you know it was nice to see him get one up on Roman after everything Roman put him through.
0: Amen to that and and that was just like the main look in Roman's face and everything it's just like ha ha someone got one over on you. Granted Roman's more than likely still gonna hold the title after R- Rumble but still going into this it's just like someone finally got Roman for once.
1: And I will say this I even though I didn't actually get to watch it, I saw clips of them using the new ultra high def camera that they were using for the football games. And like oh, how... sick. It looks fucking amazing. And I really hope that they use these cameras for the Rumble because it's just going to make everything pop. And I am wondering, and we will be talking about Rumble later in the episode, but I am wondering, you know, will we get to see another person come back at the rumble that's been out since backlash i think maybe we'll see him come back be interesting without the pop this time edge he's supposed oh, yeah. to be coming back they said oh yeah 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 they said that he his injuries would if he he would be back by rumble so i'm Four wondering six yeah so and it's been longer than six okay just I figuring
0: think. out the just figuring out the right moment
1: i guess yeah, I mean, it would be interesting to see, you know, if, like, if he did come back, who would he go against? You know, but that's something we can talk about later. But, like, you know, it's just, like, st- I love the storytelling. And, I mean, honestly, I can't wait to see where they go with this whole Roman-KO feud. And I'm also wondering why Seth was said to be coming back and he never showed up.
0: I think someone... uh well, Kayla, did you hear something about that? That was actually
2: a fake news that got leaked. Somebody actually tweeted it out there. He's supposed to, rumors says he's supposed to show up at Rumble and win the Rumble. So, um, but the where he was leaked, Vince McMahon was
0: not ready for him to come back. So that was actually leaked out. That's- he better not. He better not win that rumble. No, 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 I got a top three and he ain't in it. No, 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 no.
1: Dear Vince McMahon, if you thought my threats earlier were very bad, this will be worse. Signed, love the jester. Fuck off. Seth is not winning. If he wins, I'm going to fucking, uh-uh, no, 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 no. No, I don't know in how many language I have to say it. Yeah. Niet, Nang, Nine, No. Okay.
0: And on that note, <laughs> Kayla, your thoughts on the swerve? Um,
2: right before I went to work Friday, they had a um a certain superstar on Twitter had posted a little tweet. It was like a two second tweet, like you post it up there and then it's gone. Mister Ko had posted something that said, read the fine print. Enough said. I missed so, that! <laughs> it, was, it was just, you know how you post something you can take it off like two seconds. It was gone when I went back to look at it. It was gone. and But, you know, it didn't really click in my head. I'm like, okay, whatever. Maybe he... So, came home, started watching SmackDown, and just the way Adam was calm he wasn't tense. He wasn't, you know, like he knew something was up. And so I'm just like, okay, where's this going? Where is this going? And then when I saw him like limping, my mom goes, he's faking it. He's going to be hurt. He's not medically clear. And, um, and I just looked at him, looked at my mom and I was like, okay, we got this. Who is it going to be? And he says, I can change at any moment, Mac- subject, card, subject or match card subject to change and then when we heard Kevin's music and I was like okay I can dig this um (laughs) so I actually kind of liked it um I just had a feeling like you know Jolie has said we knew KO was not out of it yet there was the way it went down you don't end it like that um but I just didn't know how he was going to edge his way into it rather you know was it going to be he'll show up at the rumble like Pierce is coming out and all of a sudden, he's like, oh, wait, second of thought, Kevin Owens has taken my spot, not me. Mm-hmm. But I kind of like they've already introduced it because I kid you not, never seen three grown men in the ring piss themselves all at one time. <laughs> exactly. Especially Rome. He just, it was just like that moment. Then Paul Heyman did it. And then you look at Jay. Jay was just. <laughs> so in other terms. Mr. Ko needs to watch his back because you got Paul out there, you got Jay. With it being a last man standing, anything can go down. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a good swerve. And speaking of Shinsuke, welcome back with the uh, old theme. So exactly. exactly, that exactly. violin started up and it was awesome. So I,
1: I, I cannot wait for the first real live show. Maybe at the Rumble, maybe at WrestleMania, maybe at WrestleMania 22, or in in 20, in twenty 22, that's what I meant, you know, and back in Dallas, um, you know, I just can't wait, you know, I want to see that violinist come out, or violinist come out and play for him again, because I liked his heel theme, but I love the original theme more, when I want to get hyped, I love that, but you said watch is back, and they were waiting for the perfect time to introduce Damian Priest up on the main roster. This would be it. This would be it because he could say, I don't need friends, but I do need backup. You know, we might not like each other, but we're on the same foot on this. You know, you like to cause little mayhem. You know, this would be the perfect time I think to bring Someone. him up. Because he, he doesn't, you know, KO is a lone person. Now, if they were going to hook him up with anybody, I would definitely say Sami Zayn. But Sami Zayn is doing this whole fake news thing going right now which i find absolutely fucking hilarious because it's mimicking what's going on in the real world and i can't take sammy seriously with his his poofy hair please cut it dude or trim it or something it's just i can't i can't handle your hair man um (laughs) but you know so when that when that sort of happened that was one of the first things that i thought of okay this is how they're going to bring in possibly Damien, not as a friend as they brought it up, like but as right. an ally, which Kevin can have allies and yeah. doesn't need to be friends or anything like that because that's what makes Kevin Kevin. Kevin has always been more of a lone wolf um aspect in all of this and he just needs an ally that's on the same course that thinks, you know, that somebody's doing wrong. And the way that Damien's character has been Portrayed on on NXT, we know everything with Dan Ruff, mm-hmm. you know, and how they were treating him.
0: oh Leon Ruff, yeah,
1: yeah. So it, it's nice to see you know if he if he keeps on that path of like you know, you know, I don't like you, you don't like me, but I don't like what that person's doing. Anything the friend of my friend, uh, the end, the friend of the enemy of my enemy is my friend. The friend of my friend is my enemy. I'm tired, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It has been a long-ass weekend.
0: It's all good. It's all good. Uh, but yeah, definitely more to come on this story. Okay, so the main thing, main thing everyone's been saying back and forth on Twitter over the last several weeks is that how SmackDown's like kicked it into high gear with creative, just the storylines, keeping the flow going. Uh, a lot of people are saying that it's the A show now, and Raw is just needs to really catch up. And it's like raw has been on longer, but they're three hours now and but it just it seems that something is lacking there these days, so it's like, all right, ladies, let's get our creative hats on Kayla. If you can fix uh three things if you would change three things about Raw right now, what would they be? The storylines need to have like
2: a little bit more i guess enth yeah, uh, I can't even say that more excitement um because the word is
1: enthusiasm
2: Thank you. <laughs> I just, screw it um but no um even the whole fiend and orton and alexa bliss yes it it needs to kick up a little bit um i just raw honestly if i'm some more like, like i said excitement like um make it more entertaining a little bit um i don't honestly entertaining maybe i can't even say retribution I because I don't even know where honestly that's going to go to be honest with you. Um honestly um maybe I'm going to say more you know more matches that you don't see very often. I mean maybe make it more creative like mm-hmm. I don't know um not necessarily like a hell in a cell or a steel cage but you know kind of put something more of a twist. Let's say um I don't know Let's say, As- like the Oscar and Alexa match, what's it going to be? Just a normal match. I don't know. Maybe, right. you know, twist up a little bit. Maybe, you know, put some little fire into it or something. Make it, you know, make that spark because
1: really? I have if no... You want to add
2: fire? Really? Just add <laughs> fire. Put it, you know, something under, you know, make it more exciting. Not necessarily real fire. Because um, literally no offense Vince McMahon Um, when it comes to Monday Night Raw I work 3 p.m to 11 p.m so it's already pre-recorded when I come home about 95 percent of the time I can turn three hours of raw into 30 minutes and I basically catch everything up on Twitter I know all the storylines know everything I need to know you know and it's and just basically if I really honestly had to change maybe one thing excitement in those matches Especially some of them, you know, it's just, heck, I love AJ Styles. He's one of my favorites, you know, but it just seemed lately, it's like, okay, fast forward to the end. Okay, AJ won. That's it. I don't sit there and watch the match. It's just, I need to see excitement. And, you know, and uh, change one thing about Raw. When is
0: Samoa Joe coming back? I want to see him back in action. Something, yeah. Something. I don't. I, I don't know I what the mean, hell's going on. It's like at first I thought he was injured, but it's just like I don't know if they're just keeping him on with con- commentary for now because of, like, uh, with everything with the pandemic and COVID and everything. I, I I have no idea what's going on with
1: that. I'm actually enjoying him on commentary. Oh, well, I do too. I like him on there definitely. Oh yeah. Hey hey All right, Jester. Bring back the general managers.
0: Yes.
2: There we go.
1: See, right now, and I'm thinking about this, and they've really been kind of pushing Asuka to the side with The Return of Charlotte, which does suck for Asuka Mm -hmm. because, you know, they're, again, once again, they're lessening the women's title. So I was thinking about it, and, you know, everybody's saying that maybe Sonya's going to be the new general manager for SmackDown, which I'm wondering why she wouldn't be wrestling but maybe she just wants to take some time off from wrestling i don't know this everything we we here at queen's takeover are not ringside news we do not put out false shit we just put out our opinions they have talked shit on everything like charlotte speaking of um have you guys gotten rid of those bodies yet you know the people that she fucking murdered in her retorts to you guys because that was fucking legendary on her part also ricochet called y'all asses out too so ringside news i think it's time to actually you know shut it down yeah y'all fucking suck but so you know because charlotte was right in her tweet that you know because she is so good at what she does, she will always be in the title picture. Because Sasha and Bailey are so good at what they do, they're always going to be in the title picture. Because if Sh- Shana, she is always going to be in the title picture. You're always going to have those core people in your title picture. Becky, then this is where I'm going with this. Right okay. now, Becky can't really go anywhere. She's got the baby, but she does have a webcam. She does have makeup. She does have access to the internet. And until she comes back, why not make her general manager of Raw? Ooh, talk about your swerves, all right? Because think about it. She'd fucking torture Charlotte. She'd fucking torture Shayna in matches. (laughs) Weird-ass fucking shit. She'd torture the shit out of fucking Lacey. In some way, she would find a way to put fucking Ric Flair in a goddamn shark cage above the tank, a la Enzo. (laughs)
0: Between Lacey
1: and Charlotte.
0: Hell, and Regal Regal did the first part of the pandemic. Regal did uh, jam duties from home, so it is possible.
1: Exactly. So this would get her back into WWE. We could all see how she's doing. People have been, like, the one thing I have noticed, and it's not just the hardcore Becky fans, it's actually a lot of fans in general saying how much they miss her her presence actually fucking sparks something i was watching wrestlemania 35 and literally crying because one i fucking miss actually being in live shows two i was 50 yards away from becky winning the double titles three i just was so fucking amazing to be there again because i miss being at live shows And, you know, somebody was talking about, you know, Jeff Hardy and no more words. And he actually said once we get a live crowd, they will have it. So hopefully if we get the 15 to 10 to 15 or yeah, the 10 to 15,000 people for WrestleMania, maybe even 20,000, since they'll be able to spread it out a little bit more and do pods on the field and up Mm -hmm. in the upper stadiums, you know, there is ways to safely do this if they do it properly. Unlike some other sloppy shops that are out there that I'm not going to say um, there are safer ways of doing this. And I think, you know, that's why they said that everything's going to come out soon about tickets and everything. But you just need a spark. And if there's somebody that's going to spark anything and you want to bring people back, you know, a lot of people stop watching because Becky was gone. Yeah. Bring her back in some capacity. Let us see something. We fucking miss her. That would be an injection of awesomeness into the show. So you have that aspect. You know, bring some new life in. You've got the whole Rhea Ripley coming up. You know, a lot of us want to see Rhea versus Asuka. I'm there for it. I would love to see Rhea versus Naya just so she can knock the shit out of her. I'd be all here for it. I want to see Shayna versus Charlotte. I'm here for it. You know, just like when, you know, women's wrestling was originally put on here in 2015 as a fucking spark, and it made everything 10 times better. And for a while, things were going great. And then Mm -hmm. after we got Evolution and WrestleMania 35's main event... Y'all kind of started slipping away from it. We still want women's wrestling. You need to focus on fucking women's wrestling. You have three fucking hours and you give women, what, 15 minutes, if that, plus commercials? At least dedicate one of those fucking hours to the women. Hell, fucking Bailey is a goddamn show now on SmackDown with a goddamn door and it says ding dong. Hello. <laughs> that was perfect. Um, that was great. <laughs> But still, there are so many different things that they can be doing, and they're not. And, you know, I've applied for the of position creative department, and you know what? You can't take Vince's shit. I'm one of the people... I would actually get in Vince's fucking face. I don't care if I get fired for it. I would get in Vince's face to tell him that what he is doing is destroying his company. And he needs to either evolve as a 75-year-old man who has already getting enough hate because of who his wife supports and who he supports politically, which, again, I will say this vehemently, so do the cons. So before you throw that in that whole mix, the cons actually support the same motherfucker that they do that they're getting a lot of hate for. So we're, we're just going to stem that. You know what? Political things aside i do agree with mick foley with what he just said recently that a certain person should be taken out of the hall of fame i agree with that um Mm -hmm. but same I i have no issue with getting in vince's face if i worked for the man and telling him what he is doing is destroying one of the longest episodic tv shows in history and he's burying it in the ground because he doesn't see the potential that he has. I would let Ali have the mic. I would let him speak whatever he wants to speak. I would let him do whatever he wants to do. I want Retribution to go back to running rough shot on everybody like it was. That's number one. The first thing I would fucking do is let Retribution go back to being what it was. A fucking mob destroying everything. Yes. Right now that's something that we don't need to see. But At least this is a storyline and they're not actually destroying things that, you know, aren't props, unlike the Capitol Mm -hmm. building, which isn't a fucking prop. That's number one. I would also incorporate, like I said, an hour for the women. And that's, that does include in commercials. So like, you know, like so maybe in hour one, we get 20 minutes, hour two, we get 20 minutes, hour three, we get 20 minutes somehow that we get it split up, that we get 60 minutes of women's wrestling or women on TV, period. Mm -hmm. Three, I would definitely spice up the tag team division, bring that up into the forefront, start bringing up guys like um, Grizzly Young Veterans, Mustache Mountain, if I could get them over here. I would fire up the tag division because tag team wrestling is fun wrestling and it also helps save wrestlers and their bodies. So, you know, that is something that I would do is focus on that Four, I would also incorporate the cruiserweight title from NXT, NXT UK and onto raw and SmackDown, even though SmackDown is good without it. I think that, you know, it would be nice to, you know, allow some of the cruiserweight, the smaller guys have another title to fight for other than just the intercontinental title and the United States title. I would also incorporate another title. I would take out of retirement the European title. Okay. Because, you know, it's just another title from the fight for. Plus, it could be something specific for, you know... A certain weight class, just like the cruiser weights, like a jobber, another job or title course is something that they are fighting for and not just sitting there and becoming stagnant. Right. I would also create, since we do have actually a large, vast amount of women, if we're going to start focusing ours. And as you can see, I've actually thought a lot about this. Yeah, I can tell. But I would also incorporate a women's intercontinental championship a women's okay. United States championship. Give the women something else to fight for. Give the women to be more relevant. You know, let's see Shayna and Naya for the intercontinental women's intercontinental title. Let's see Liv versus Bianca Belair for the United States women's title. Let's give some more prestige to the women's division. Okay. You know, I want to do something where WWE comes back to being what it is, one of the best companies in the world, a company that everybody wants to wrestle for, and a company that doesn't deserve the ridicule, the hate that it is getting from the bastards outside of the company or the assholes that decide to leave and, you know, go on to podcast and just blast everything hmm I wish a lot more people would not be that vindictive because you're not just torching Vince, you're torturing you're torching your friends and people that you called your family and I think after the loss of Brody, we need to stop doing that exactly and again ringside news for what you posted about brody go fuck yourself with a fucking iron hot spike and shove it straight up your anus and put it out through your penis cuz you guys are assholes for posting that
2: <sighs>
1: sorry i had to get that off my chest that when yeah. i saw when i saw that article that pissed me off she didn't want anything out about how he passed away we didn't need to know how he passed away All we needed to know was that we lost a great man.
0: Yeah. And they didn't even offer an apology.
1: Of course not. They're a bunch of spineless pieces of shit. Right. Who get their sources from Brian Alvarez and fucking Dave fucking Meltzer and don't give a shit about who they fucking destroy or who they decide to go after. And even though they get called out and said, no, that's bullshit, Don't do anything to retract it because they are a fucking bunch of babies. Now, I will say this. If somebody came to me and said, well, what you said was wrong, I would actually put a retraction out there. I would actually say, yes, I was wrong with what I said. I apologize. But here's the thing. I've got a bigger set of balls than they do, and I don't have any.
0: All right. So Jolly brought up the women's division. So an interesting story came out this week. Um, Nikki Bella she is, uh, I mean, she, her and Brie have talked about coming back in a couple of years for the tag titles. But in the meantime, she said that she does want to work with WWE creative for the women's division. I mean, I think it's a good, it'd be a good spark. It'd be nice to get some female uh, perspective into it and everything. But um, Jolie, I'll let you brief. Kayla, what do you think about that?
2: Um, I'm actually, I would be okay with it. Um, Because honestly, other than, um, you got AJ Lee and them that was part of Ashley with females out there. Um, I think the current women can learn a lot from Nikki. Um, and I think in a way, it could probably help her get away a little bit, get her mindset out there a little bit, because I know she's probably missing being where, you know, in wrestling. So, mm-hmm. um, I think it would be a good thing for her. Like I said, they'll learn a lot from her. And um, in a way, maybe just get her interacting with them again. And Yeah. Because eventually I would love to see her and Brie go after the tag team titles. But um, just to say they had them. But um, yeah, I, I wouldn't object to it if she wants to come back. Um, heck, even at some point I wouldn't even mind if like we stated before even if natalia decided that she wanted to help with the women's division you know build them up or whatever so but as far as nikki i wouldn't mind it i think i'd be okay with it so all
1: right all right jolly i am more than okay with nikki bella coming back and being either involved as a writer trainer um with the women's division Honestly, I would like to see Paige brought back as a trainer for the women's division. Yes, I know she can't take bumps like she used to, but she could definitely be a good coach and mentor to people. I miss seeing her, you know, with her and Absolution. Like I was saying, I was watching WrestleMania thirty five. I also was watching a lot of the um, the uh, WrestleMania not uh, the twenty four Women's Empowerment. I think it was the second one that they did, and it was about the. Yeah the rumble at Philly because I wanted to see how they, we were talking to um, Shaw last week about, you know, her mom's pop. And I was like, I want to, I, I want to watch that again. I want to see that again. And I just, because yeah. they, you saw the crowd differently with the documentary and everybody's face just like lit up. They started laughing. They were happy that she was there. It was actually something yeah. really nice to see. So it's like one of the reasons why I was watching. Plus, you know, I love seeing, um, you know, hearing Charlotte talk about Becky and Sasha and wanting to be in the ring and everything with Ronda. You know, it was just mm-hmm. one of those things like, you know, again, I'm missing women's wrestling, which has been kind of laxed in the WWE.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So if Nikki wanted to come back and, be a part of it, I'm, I am more for it, you know, hell, Stephanie McMahon, what the fuck are you doing, seriously, you're on all these things, the COO, the CEO, uh, you're like, all these webcasts, and, you know, all these fun things about, you know, women empowerment, well, you're doing a shit job right now for your own company, honey, you're the one pushing for all this, where the fuck have you been? And I know I'm not the only one thinking this. Mm-hmm. I just only got the one that got the balls to say it. They'll agree with me after I say it. But I, I don't fucking care, dude anymore. Like I'm point past the point where, like I said, if I had to get in your daddy's face and tell him that he's fucking up his company, I'll do the same thing to you because you were so vocal about you know the women's evolution revolution, and it's gone stagnant. You said something about maybe you know evolution too. When? Where is, it? Where is it? You give these men their Saudi shows. Give us our show. Mm-hmm. Because there's little girls out there that want to be wrestlers. And they don't want to look at men. They want to see someone that looks like them. Just like gay kids. Black kids. Latino kids. They want to see representation. And y'all got to do better with that one. I mean, yes, you do have champions in all shades and colors that that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying that you know you'd be better with the representation with everything that's going on in this world um so yeah just you they got to do better and if nikki helps make that better more power to her if Bree wants to come in and help more power to her hell if they can somehow convince aj lee to come back and help oh, fuck yes Paige, <laughs> yes and you know what Fuck you, bring back Thea Trinidad, bring back Selena Vega, because there is nobody in that entire fucking locker room, including Becky, who is as good on the mic as Selena Vega was. Amen. And can we get Andrade back, please? I never thought I'd say that. I actually
0: thought about that, and it's like with this whole story with, like, Lacey and Rick, Claire, and everything... This might be a way of bringing in Andrade. True, true. That's what I'm that's what that's what that came to mind.
1: Yeah, but so so yeah. I'm all for Nikki, I'm all for them focusing on the women's, bringing back women like when Lita was in charge of the women's division at NXT for a while training them and helping them with the rumble, you know. So, yeah.
0: All right. Well, speaking of Lita, um gotta take a bad swerve on this one for a second because um stories came out this week that on when she was on her twitch stream this week she revealed that okay i for those who don't didn't watch back then 2006 new year's revolution edge cat edge was the first one to cash in money in the bank and won the wwe title the very next night her and lita and edge had a live sex celebration during the main event time on Raw. So news came out this week that during her Twitch stream, Lita actually said she didn't even want to do the segment, but was threatened to be fired if she didn't. And everyone, including both Edge and John Cena, were going to Vince, try to talk him out of it, try to get him to not do it. But of course, Vince still wanted to go through with it because he wanted the wow factor. And this unfortunately led to Lita leaving the company later that year and of course she got jobbed half of it well she got the title but then she got the women's title but then it's like she ended up losing it on her retirement match <sighs> Jolly, go ahead
1: like I said I have no issue getting in Vince's face and telling him what a piece of shit he is and he is a piece of shit for this I get it. He wants the wow factor. I get it. He wants all this. And I can tell you this right now. I was outside Baltimore Stadium. I think it's now called Royal Farms Arena. I was there. Um, it was right before her Survivor Series match where she lost to Mickey James, I believe. Was it Mickey? Yes, I think yeah, it was, it was Mickey. Mickey James. It was Mickey. And I was standing outside because no matter what she had done with Matt and everything like that, I still love Lita. Lita has always been my favorite. Amy Dumas has always been a person that I have looked up to um, either as a wrestler or as a person. She is one of the nicest, sweetest, humblest people you will ever meet. Um, I've gotten to meet her a couple times and I will cherish every time that I've gotten to meet her, every time I've gotten to talk to her, gotten a picture with her she is truly one of the nicest people even though she's covered in tattoos and you would think that she is scary she is not um so i was outside the arena and i was trying to get her to come over to sign my ticket because i'm a huge Lita fan and all these people were around me screaming i hope you break your fucking neck and that's all that's on vince vince allowed that storyline to happen Yes, I know Matt Hardy kind of forced his hand with that to bring that into... Because Matt actually did break into WWE, bought a ticket and jumped. He actually caused all that. That was actually him. Well, no, no. I mean, the storyline coming into light. Right, right, right. He he brought that in because he was angry at Adam and angry at Amy. He let his emotions take over. And Vince, in his infinite wisdom let it yeah and so and yeah it's just that that whole situation pissed me off maybe angry because you know that's personal that should stay private it shouldn't be brought in they could have done the storyline a completely different way the matt literally ruined amy's life for many years because of that because of the death threats that she was getting from fans Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know unfortunately people cheat and unfortunately a lot of wrestlers cheat they're on the road a lot and unfortunately adam and amy were not on the road at the time they were nursing injuries it happens and the bullshit that she went through she did not deserve so, you know, after she left after that Survivor Series, I was devastated because, again, she was my favorite wrestler. And finding this out now, again, I will honestly get in Vince McMahon's face and call him a. Actually, I'm not going to say that word. I'll um, see you next Tuesday to his face. And if you need to know what that spells out, go watch Sex in the City because that's where I got the, it from. Alright, enough sad. <laughs> Sorry, that, that whole that whole time period like really pissed me off and really upset me because I like I, I you've all heard me say I'm a huge Hardy Boys fan, I'm a huge Leaders fan. And when all yeah. that broke, you know, it really fucking sucked because that shit's private. And mm-hmm. then I was also pissed off at Jessica Alba. Because if it wasn't for her stupid ass stunt double that dropped Amy on her head on Dark Angel when she guest starred on Dark Angel, this never would have fucking happened. Because that's how she broke her neck. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was she, uh, she was on the season, for, or actually it turned out to be the series finale of Dark Angel as the bad, the ba- the big baddie, which fucking badass. I love that. Um, and then when she was doing one of the stunts, they dropped her on her head. Cause she said she could do her own stunts, which she could, she could do the stunts better than they could. And yeah. they dropped her on her effing head, broke her neck. And that's where we are now. Like, that's okay. what, that's what everything led up to that. So like I followed that story for a long ass time. Like I said, I lead a fan since she became a part of the WWE when she was S.A. Rios manager. Okay. Or escort or whatever they called them at the the time. Valet. Ba- thank you. Escort Valet, same fucking thing. So yeah, like that was my and you know, everything that will happen with that, you know, just everything that's angered since then. Okay. But I would also like to wish Matt Hardy a congratulations and Rebbie a congratulations on um their first Hardy girl. <laughs> So we, we have Jeff with two or three girls and now we have Matt with three boys and one girl.
0: yeah
1: so okay so now we got we got the Hardy boys, the Hardy girls and the Hardy girl. We've okay. got Romans kids, we've got rue we've got yeah birdie we've got the other one I don't know the other child buddy buddy, buddy. buddy. and then we've got. Who's Nikki's child's name? Mateo. Then we've got um, Mrs. Kids. Yeah, I think, I th- and then we're gonna have the future uh, little Dean Ambrose running around eventually, and the future little Cody Rhodes running around. Jesus, yep. Jesus Christ! So when we have AEWWE all uh, merging to one in like thirty years, we're gonna have these kids fighting each other. This is gonna be fucking great, and I'm gonna be fucking seventy years old when this happens. But still. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god yeah it's like I I can already see like the Bella boys I don't know if they'll actually call themselves that but it's like Please the Bella don't. boys it's like, <laughs> yeah exactly no, it doesn't fly but it's just like they, they're cousins but they look like twins and just like they're so cute together and they're going to be such a handful going forward <laughs> but yeah the next generation <laughs> they're, they're going to be a
1: handful uh uh-uh. uh the one that's going to be a fucking handful, I'm going to say this right now, is that Ooh. Seth's in deep shit with Rue. <laughs> if that child is half as feisty as her mother, Becky and Seth are going to be gray before that child is 13.
0: And there ain't no way in hell she's going to stay away from the business.
1: Oh hell I no! Know Seth Seth's already you probably know has her on business, match right it now. Is not happening. Seth probably already has her tumbling right now. And she's like what four weeks old? I think. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: needless to say, the next generation is looking pretty stacked.
1: (laughs) Oh, you also got Jay and Jimmy's kids. Forgot about them. You got Lacey's daughter.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Wow. We're fucked.
0: Uh, and here we thought and it all it all it all started with Bertie and monroe
1: yeah didn't didn't daniel and like the miz like and they, like they were joking in an interview one time or one of them was joking They said yeah that's gonna be like wrestlemania 90 or something that like that main event or some shit like that
0: somebody was i
1: forgot who oh god help us
0: Your oh, are and-
2: women's champion rue rollins or rue lynch whatever it may be your wwe woman tag team champions will be monroe sky and madison jade i think it's madison jade <laughs> hang on let me look at that real quick i don't want to butcher mrs wait, wait, wait.
0: Wait. Oh, oh you like saying rollins or lynch depending on which name she goes yeah. by yes madison jade
2: <laughs> and monroe sky will be your wwe tag team champions Uh, Rue will be your Raw Women's Champion. Your (laughs) SmackDown Women's Champion will be Birdie Joe. (laughs) (laughs) And by this time, since he's younger, Buddy will be your NXT Champion.
0: There you go. (laughs) But it's like, with uh, Mateo, I don't know if he's going to go the dancing route or wrestling route. So
1: Why not both?
0: Hey.
2: Could be a next Fandango. (laughs) Oh, God.
1: You know what's funny, though? And he, I hated that gimmick, but the dude is fucking jacked. Yeah, he is.
0: He absolutely is. And it's like when they came back to NXT together and everything, it's like I've taken them like, a little bit more and more seriously, especially after they got the titles. And I'm so happy they actually got titles and everything,
1: finally. <sighs> and, and you know, like, I am so glad that they're doing that. And like because Breezango was like, Great, and it's like it's nice to see that they're like you know they still have fun, but they're also very serious about it. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it's 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 definitely they've been definitely killing it down at NXT. And speaking of NXT, somebody asked Adam Cole when he's coming up to the main roster. and He once again said that NXT is the main roster. It's so. the main?
0: Yeah, which means I don't think UE is going anywhere anytime soon.
1: Hi, yeah, I'm I'm honestly fine with that. I'm honestly fine with certain veterans staying down for a while yeah all
0: right well NXT let's jump into that so this past week they started off the Dusty Roads classic and then last week we actually got a news flash that for the first time there's going to be a women's version now I'm so pissed because they haven't released a full bracket yet but as of now there's only been four teams teams announced you have Caden Carter Casey Catanzaro you have Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon. You have Candace Lorraine and Indy Hartwell. And you have the thrown together team of Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez. I know one of the teams that's eventually going to get added is Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. The other three, I have no clue. Um, I've heard stories. Bailey wants to get into the tournament somehow. Who would tag with her? I have no clue. But this is uh, shaping out very interesting so far so
1: what you think jolly i'm actually interested to see if they also throw in live and ruby riot into this um just because of the fact that they are an established team and that they could go for the tag titles if they win it so that would be an interesting way of making them into the number one contenders you could also say uh you've got marina shafir and jessamine duke if they're available to come up as well uh, I honestly think that they should not have taken uh Mercedes Martinez out of Retribution, only have her go down as part of Retribution, so that retribution can cause havoc between both SmackDown Raw and NXT. And that and then that allows um the Mia Yim character to team with the Mercedes Martinez character, which would be good. And then with the Tony Storm, they could probably put her with somebody. I don't know. Um, I, I don't think Tony Storm should even be in this just because if she was going to be anybody, she should have been with Ember, but her, she backed that Ember, so there's right. that. There's also the possibility that Tegan could be coming back, so we'll see about that, because she's been posting some cryptic stuff, and then it's getting mysteriously deleted or taken down. Like um, She posted something about um, the uh, in the cage, and beating somebody up and all that fun stuff so
0: hmm. okay cool oh yeah it'd be nice to see her back i yeah it's like with a lot of these teams it's like i don't they they besides raquel and dakota and everything it's like in casey and uh kate and they really haven't had like a lot of established uh tag teams and everything
1: they, they well, needed to well in the end Indy's been kind oh. of flirting with Candice for a little bit now, so that's cool, Then putting those two together. Um, like I said, them breaking up Ember and uh, Tony was kind of stupid, but, you know, you had that team right there. Um possibly thinking of anybody from NXT UK that could come over, but I really am drawing a blank. Yeah. Um, you also have Zaya Lee, and maybe if Karen Q is available, those two could do something. Um, but we still don't know who that mysterious woman was. Nope. So we'll just have to wait and see. Um, but I do wish, and if not for this year, for next year, bring back the Mayon Classic. Yep, for sure. Oh, Kayla, I am so sorry, honey.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, honey. All right, get in. Floor is yours. What do you think?
2: Um, I'm actually going to agree with Jolie. Um, bring the Liv and Ruby down to NXT, like I said. I know they are well-deserved of the titles, but let allowing them to make history once again and win the first-ever Women's uh, Dusty Rose Classic would be awesome also maybe that would be a definitely a good opportunity to get them the titles that they desperately deserve um it's kind of funny as far as some of the tag teams of what's going on right now like we said tony storm and um was it mercedes you know together i'm just like okay yeah. and i kind of agree why can't we have mercedes and reckoning because i don't what was mercedes name supposed to be in rec, uh, retribution retaliation okay imagine or is this i don't know but it would be awesome actually be awesome to see retaliation and reckoning and nobody would see it coming and they win the titles for retribution which would be a way to you know push them to the top um part of me kind of wants to see uh casey and caden too uh, I think I'd be interesting I don't know who else they're going to put in this um, let's see and kind of funny thought I saw something the other day on Twitter um, somebody said who do you want to put in the um, female's Dusty Cl- uh, Dusty's Rose classic and somebody said bring the Iconics back for one night only and <laughs> So, um, a lot
0: lot of people have been saying that lately,
2: and hey, that might be the fireball twist that we're looking for. Maybe you know, some weird iconic way it happens. I don't know, but (laughs) but, um, Billy K, just to let you know, you don't belong to the riot squad, and you piss off Ruby and live one more time, you're gonna be you're gonna be wished that you were still part of the iconics. Thank
0: you. <laughs> oh, it's going to be interesting to see what plays out with that. I mean, I don't want to predict a winner yet because I want to see the full freaking bracket first before before I predict the, before predicting a winner. All right. So, we brought up Rumble earlier in the earlier in the show. They made a final decision not to let any fans in, but they're going to pipe in the, the pipe in the noise and everything. But the big big announcement yesterday came down or during uh the football games and everything about WrestleMania and so it is it is official this year WrestleMania will be two nights April 10th and 11th in Tampa at Raymond James and then next year uh April 3rd 2022 it will be in Dallas Texas which is a four hour drive for me, thank God. And then uh twenty twenty three, they're gonna try it in Hollywood again at SoFi Stadium. Ugh, oh, I cannot wait. <laughs> oh. So Kayla, what you thinking about the rumble and the WrestleMania announcements? Real rumble, it's like we stated, definitely gonna be different.
2: Um Definitely would not win with the crowd, not having the pop, especially if there is that one surprise entrance like we had last year with Edge. It's but um but honestly, if we made it through WrestleMania, mm-hmm. we could do it with the Royal Rumble. It's gonna be a little harder, but we got it. Um yeah. WrestleMania two nights. Um interesting. Um it was definitely interesting last year, how they did it. Uh, so that only means that the match card is going to be stacked. So, um, Twitter people that like to dig deep dark in the secrets, please, no spoilers. If it's pre-recorded again like it was last year, I don't want to see it. Um, but as far as 2022 being in houston texas or dallas texas technically arlington but dallas well anyway your carolina boss lady will be attending her first wrestlemania oh and by (laughs) the way and oh by the way um i get to meet my girl cat too so it won't be (laughs)
0: yeah it's like my nephew and i were uh were trading uh text messages yesterday and he the original assumption was that 2022 was going to be in Hollywood and I'm going to paraphrase him saying their losses are gain with being with it being in Texas. <sighs> Man. Jolly.
1: Well, shit. Rum, um, okay, Rumble first. <laughs> Rumble first. Uh is going to be different. We made it through Mania Hell in a cell The only people that actually had some groups is NXT, but NXT is actually a little bit smarter. Um, They want to be safe. And like I said earlier, they want to see, you know, how, how you've got the Super Bowl. Sorry, I blanked the Super Bowl happening a month before two months before WrestleMania. So they're going to see how they do everything to do pods, everything that, how they're going to do it because you could probably fit maybe 15,000 people give or take in the boxes, in the stands, all separated. I've been watching games all day that had guests and it's it probably like, you know, maybe a couple thousand, but there are ways of doing it safely. So this is what they're probably going to be doing because since unlike football you'll actually have more access with putting pods and things around the stadium Mm -hmm. not the stadium oh my god the ring so they'll be able to put more people in so we'll see i think that's what they're waiting for to see how that's done and just to give people a chance to actually enjoy going to a live event again now on to you know the double night um i would go but One, it's too close and money's going to be tight as hell. And if I was going to do it, I'm going to have to save up to take my Philadelphia Eagle-loving ass to Cowgirl Stadium, decked (laughs) out, head to motherfucking toe. I will buy fucking Eagle shoes, Eagle pants, Eagle shirts, Eagle underwear, Eagle bra. I'll be wearing everything Philadelphia fucking Eagles. Walk in there and just... Say, fuck you. And then I will most likely meet my two girls. However, I will not be hanging out with them all the time because I'll be coming with friends already. And actually, I have family in the area that I either am going to visit or get into a fight with. I haven't decided yet. So we'll we'll have, we'll have to keep you guys apprised of that situation. That's about a year away. so We got plenty of time before, you know, the level of oh, yeah. violence that I choose for that day um and that time (laughs) period but one thing that i will say this is that i will not be flying to texas i will drive to texas because i am not getting in a plane i would rather stop and this way if i need to make a quick easy out i can drive the fuck away and i could take time and take my happy ass home the way i want to so we'll see when that comes up i know it. i know georgia takes about 15 hours I split that up in between a day or two days we split that up so probably maybe three days driving down to Texas so we'll see what happens because I'm not getting my happy ass in a plane sorry no No. (laughs) we'll see the level of violence I choose
0: yeah yeah I uh I heard about that and just like yeah I also have a I mean, I also would be taking time to go see, hang out with my best friend. Uh, she does because she lives in Carrollton in the in the same area, so I can go hang out with her too, her and her kids and everything. But I saw that and I was like, absolutely, positively, and yes, it would be finally, it would be wonderful to finally meet my my friends here because it's like knowing them like a year and a half and only done stuff. On the computer and Skype and now Zoom and everything and so it's just like, oh shit needs to change. <sighs> if anything comes up, if anything comes up uh, before then in Georgia, in Atlanta, I definitely want to take advantage of that.
1: <sighs> I cannot wait to get my ass back to Atlanta, Georgia. Um, it, it's either either going to be for Dragon Con again, which will happen eventually, um. But I cannot wait to get back to Georgia. Georgia is fucking awesome. Atlanta is fucking awesome. Um, And if you ever do get to Atlanta, Georgia, go visit the Centennial Fields where the Olympic Park is. And especially if you're a wrestling fan, make sure you find Kurt Angle's name. That's something you have to do. And then go spend $60 and go to the National Aquarium because that aquarium is fucking awesome. And I think they just added more space to it and they're like adding like 15,000 more sharks. Ooh. So I want to go back because they got more sharks.
2: <laughs> I like sharks. I actually live I've an hour and 40, I've, I've actually live an hour and 45 minutes from Atlanta. Um unfortunately, I have not been to the Georgia Aquarium, but I've heard that I definitely need to go, but yeah. Like Jolie said, if you've never been to Atlanta, Other than the aquarium, you got the Coca-Cola Museum. You also got the um, College Football Hall of Fame, which is another thing I like to try. So definitely check out Atlanta. Oh, and their zoo. A zoo of Atlanta Zoo is actually awesome pretty, too.
1: And you also have the um, Civil Rights Museum there as well.
2: Oh, and Six Flags
1: down there, too.
0: (laughs) There's a Coca-Cola Museum there? Yes.
1: Mm -hmm. And you can try Coke products from all around the world. Mm -hmm.
0: My mom would have loved that but i've never been i've never been we'll come to Atlanta and we'll go (laughs) i'll work on that (laughs) oh we've definitely gotten creative on this show all right well that's all we have for this episode of the queen's takeover thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues y'all have a good one